0: Hey, welcome to today's podcast. Oh, wow, this story hit me so hard. Listen to this. So there is a boy about nine years old that lives up the street from us. His name is Dominic. He was a little shy at first, but my kid is like super (laughs) ridiculously outgoing. And we would talk to him every time we ran into him like walking the dog or whatever. I say it all the time. There is always so much more than we think we can see. So I run into two of our other neighbors. They also have dogs and they're like a street over from us. They've always been really nice to us and uh, to speak to on our walks. Well, Dominic rolls up on his bike to say hi to my kid. And my kid went to go race him down the street. And so it was just the neighbors and I. And the one whispers over to me, oh, that Dominic is a demon. Oh, my God. I had to hold my breath literally and slow down because my ego instinct was to freaking unload on her. (laughs) I wanted to defend Dominic because he was a mirror to me. I was also a little bit of like a messed up kid that acted out a little bit sometimes and nobody took the time to see past my acting out to see what was really going on, which was like a ton of trauma and chaos. See, what they didn't know was that over the summer, the universe was setting the scene My kid was playing with sticks and got carried away, playing swords, and hit Dominic pretty good. And, oh my God, I felt terrible. And I took my son over to his house to check on him and to apologize. Everything was fine. I sat and uh, talked with the grandfather, and he started telling me how Dominic came to be living with them. He said that his mother left him, moving completely out of the country, uh, doing her own life, and his father, his son, died not too long ago. Oh my God, like it broke my heart. That kid was going through so much, abandoned just like me, and his dad actually dying is so traumatic in itself. I felt so much for him, and the grandparents were saying, like, what a piece of garbage the mother was, et cetera, et cetera, all in front of Dominic, and I had heard similar things about my own mother, and I can tell you it was damaging to me. They didn't mean it that way, but when they said she only cared about herself, which the grandfather said as well, I took it as she doesn't care about me enough to be here. So then a little while after that, I catch Dominic hiding around the corner, staring at me playing with my kid in the front yard. Oh, like it it just killed me. Like I knew the hurt that he was going through. So I would always call him over to play with us. And he would never be like very comfortable at first and totally fine. Like I, I understood that too. And then the one day he just blurts out to me out of nowhere My mom is selfish and doesn't care about anyone but herself. That wasn't his words, that was his grandparents'. It's their hurt. Their anger over the injustice, which is totally valid also and understandable. But all that kid hears is, she doesn't care enough about me to be here. And no one ever told me any differently. But what I told him was this. Your mom loves you very much, honey. Your presence is a gift And sometimes people are so hurt inside, they think they don't deserve that gift. You are amazing. And she can't take that all in right now. Please never think that she doesn't love you. She doesn't love herself enough to be the mommy you need right now. And I know that hurts. My mom left me when I was little too just give her some time to sort it out. Okay. But know that it's never you, you are, you're amazing. It's never you. And I'm telling you, it took a lot for me to like, even, you know, keep myself composed. And he just stayed very quiet. And I was like, I'm just going to let him absorb that. And I just, I just never want that kid to feel like it's them. I carried that around for so many years. And I can't change what's happening with him. But I can change how he feels about it and himself. So then, back to the neighbors. The one that called him a demon says, He's always running around with those two bad girls up the street. I didn't even get into all that. Because... Because that's a whole nother thing, I know for a fact that the mother of those girls and her boyfriend are alcoholics like it's it's a it's a known fact um, and the kids run wild, like you know how people like especially older generations say that because their caregivers are barely surviving. I can see right past the bullshit kid doing x, y, and z. yeah, well, there's a reason not because like I'm some sage or something, (laughs) because at some point in my life, I was in that bullshit. I wore a thousand different masks trying to cope and survive with whatever my caregivers were doing or not doing. So I say to the neighbors, do you know what's been going on with him? And they're both like, no, like shaking their head, like waiting for me to tell them. So I tell them that his mother took off out of the country and his father died not too long ago. He has no parents and is being raised by his grandparents the best they can. Can you imagine? And they got real quiet. Then the neighbor wanting to change the subject real quick, right? tells me that she found a cat that had died and helped let the owner know and it was so sad, etc. Well, God, it's so great, like poetic. So Dominic pulls up on his bike and goes, oh, that little gray cat? Yeah, my friend Natalie, one of the terrible little girls, loved that cat and was crying when she found out. He then says in front of both of them, Get ready for this. That he sat down next to her and rubbed her back and told her he knew how she was feeling because he felt that way about his dad. Can you believe that? Oh my god. I just I hugged him and I gave him a kiss on the head and I told him how awesome he was and what an angel he is. It took everything I had To not ball in front of him and these neighbors. (laughs) And then I look at the neighbors. Their faces dropped. They were filled with such sadness and I'm guessing regret. We lovingly messed them up. (laughs) Oh my God. The universe just put all this stuff. Like in a few minutes, the universe put all these things together And their perception of him changed. I watched it and I felt the energy change. So much so that the neighbor that called him a demon and never spoke to him before said, wow, that's a nice bike, Dominic. Do you know how profound that is? She was trying. She saw good in him and wanted to find even a simple thing to acknowledge him differently. Isn't that beautiful? And then, as if the universe wasn't doing enough, (laughs) Dominic and my son come running back over. They found a dead caterpillar, like in the middle of nowhere, My kid loves bugs and stuff, so I didn't get the message right away. But then a few hours later, I get it. The caterpillar never got the chance to become the butterfly. (gasps) Freaking deep, right? You guys really have no idea how my brain goes. (laughs) Oh my God. No kid is a bad kid. No kid is a demon. I hope this serves as a reminder that we all have a story and sometimes we come up with shitty ways for coping with the hand that we were dealt unless someone sees through it. I hope you will try to find the good Even if it doesn't appear to be there right away, take this story with you. And when you see something that maybe triggers you or upsets you, especially with a child, remember this story and see what's really lying underneath. Well, I hope that you enjoyed this podcast and I am always sending you so much love. Take care.